0: You know, they say, if one door shuts, another one opens. But I'm thinking that if one door shuts and another one opens, my house is probably haunted. (laughs) Welcome to Happy Life Studios, where we put the happy in holidays, even the scary ones. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. Studios. Hey, are you happy? Nothing, why? Nothing, why? We're here to help your life be happier. Happy life, Halloween, everyone. We're so glad you joined us here at Happy Life Studios. Uh, You know, when you think of Halloween, you tend to think of haunted houses. They just go together, right? Even though you will never, ever, I repeat, ever catch me going into one. I already struggle with anxiety and worry and fear and stuff like that. So I don't need to feed that part of my brain. So I don't like scary movies. I don't like haunted houses, which is why I can't believe I pulled this off as a teenager. I not only volunteered at a haunted house, but I actually somehow convinced my youth pastor and an, enti- an entire youth group that we should volunteer together at this haunted house. And uh, because for a couple reasons, number one, I, I'm a scaredy cat anyway. And number two, Halloween wasn't the top holiday on our church's celebration list, if, if you know what I mean. So we went and we were part of an, an insane asylum, which meant we're all in the big room together and we reached through the bars to try to grab people. But we couldn't We couldn't reach them, obviously, but it was just the effect of us being there trying to grab at them and, and trying to act like we were insane. But you know what? Haunted houses aren't so scary when the lights are on. I mean... When you walk through that haunted house, I think we're pretty scary. It was, it was fun because we would try to see how scared we'd get people. That's why they pay to go into a haunted house, right? But all it was was an empty room with like a framed-in wall that wasn't finished yet. It was just a bunch of two-by-fours in an empty room. When the light's on, um, the room isn't scary. It just looks like an unfinished room. And even our makeup wasn't scary. Our clothes weren't scary. But when you turn the lights off when you turn the black light on, when you turn the strobe light on, when you crank the eerie music, um, it tends to change everything. And it turns an abandoned room with a bunch of youth group kids into a very scary place that you can't wait to get out of. And I think the same is true in our lives as well. I think a lot of our lives feel scarier than what they actually are if we turn the light on, and the Bible talks about God being the light. It also talks about the darkness or, or the devil also being an angel of light. But his light is a fake light. It, it It's not the real light. And when we ask God what he thinks about our situation, when we shine the light on that, when we can open up the Bible or find someone else that has a relationship with God or or knows things, there are different ways to shine the light on the, on the issue. But when we shine God's light on our issue, you know what? We begin to realize that it's not as scary as we think it is. It's just an incomplete room with a bunch of clueless people trying to figure out what in the world we're doing but man you turn the light off you remove god from the situation you turn the black light on and let darkness shine its light on that situation that's what fear does anxiety does depression does all these things it's like the darkness trying to shine its light and expose something for something that that is not um, you add the noise in our lives. And sometimes with all that noise and the and the fake light, the black light and the, and you turn the light off and it just makes things appear something that they're not. One of my boys was just like his dad, also afraid to go into haunted houses and, and he never wanted to go into one. And of course I never wasn't gonna force him to do that because I didn't like when people tried to force me to go into one, I hated that growing up. People were always saying, well, you need to come and I just didn't like scary things. And he didn't either. And we were walking through a mall that had a haunted house in it and found out that they were actually letting uh, kids go through that were afraid of the haunted house, but they let them go through with the lights on. And I'm telling you, it's it it, is, it blows me away that that you could walk through that haunted house with the lights on and realize they're just a bunch of empty rooms and they're just a bunch of people with cheap costumes on right but you go through that same place that you've already been through once anyway it may seem a little less scary but it's still scary when you turn the lights off and you turn the black light on and you crank up the volume you crank up the noise and the confusion and the hysteria it tends to get you going even though you know that's just an empty room that i walked through a little bit ago you know like i said earlier uh It is true when when one door shuts, another one opens. That's why it's such a common statement. But it's also true that if one door opens and another one shuts or one door shuts, and another one opens, my house is probably haunted. (laughs) (laughs) But let me explain what I'm talking about here. By definition, the word haunted means that a ghost or a spirit visits or inhabits that dwelling, that house, right? That's what haunted means. The Bible says that God is spirit and God wants to dwell in us. He wants to live in us. That word haunt also can be defined as a person who follows you around everywhere. And I think that also is what God does. He loves to follow us around because he wants to get us to a place. And not only is he in my house, but he's opening and shutting doors. When one door shuts, another door opens. And when one door opens, another door shuts. In fact, the Bible says in the last book of the Bible, Revelation chapter 3, verse 7 or 8, somewhere around in there, it says that God can open up doors that no one else can shut. And he shuts doors that no one else can open. So God is walking through my house. He's following me around everywhere because he wants to get me too happy. He is spirit and he's walking through my house and he's shutting doors and opening doors that no one else can shut or open. He's opening up doors that no one else can shut. When God opens up a door, no one else is going to be able to shut it. When that opportunity comes and it's from God, no one else can shut that thing. And when when God shuts the door, you're not going to be able to open it no matter how hard you try. So God is walking through my house symbolically through my life, opening doors and shutting doors. He's opening up opportunities while he's closing other opportunities. He's walking through my life and he's trying to guide me to a place. God made us and he's got a plan for us and he wants to get us to that plan. He wants to get us to the contentment, to the happiness. He wants to get us to the peace. That's why he likes to shine his light on our situation so that we can see what it really is, that we're being afraid of something, uh, but we don't really need to be afraid of something because watch, let me turn the light on. And for my son that went through that haunted house, it was scary for him to go through. But once he went through and the lights are on, he was fine. But when later on, when we asked him if he wanted to go through now with the lights off, no way, <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't doing that and you know god wants to take us to a point of of success and happiness and you know the bible says in in jeremiah 29:11 that god says i know the plans i have for you plans to prosper you to give you a hope and a future god isn't necessarily want to make everybody rich he doesn't want to make so nobody has any struggle but he wants to shine the light on our struggle and show us that, that we can do something to this. That, our, Like we've said before, if we knew what struggle did, we'd probably run to it instead of running away from it. And in the haunted house, we're doing a lot of running away from things. But every once in a while, man, there'd, there'd come a kid through that haunted house That when I was working it at as a kid that would come at us and scare us. Because he wasn't afraid. He knew even with the lights off that we're just a bunch of kids in there trying to scare and he would yell boo at us and I'd jump back and I'm (laughs) and I'm supposed to be the one scaring him. So I think that we are we are inhabited. God wants to dwell inside of us. You know, John fifteen talks about if you live in me like I live in you, when we invite God to live inside of us and to help us out, he likes to inhabit us. He likes to he likes to be that spirit that lives inside of us. He likes to haunt us. Because, like I said, there's another definition of haunt, too. It isn't just to be inhabited or visited by a spirit, but it also means to haunt. When you haunt somebody, it means to follow them wherever they go. And this is comforting, not scary. Like I said, we can put the happy in all the holidays, even the scary ones like Halloween, that, that many people build around fear, even though it means holy evening. It's two German words, "hallow" and ein, for for holy night. Um... Maybe we should write a song on that. Oh, holy night. The kids are trick-or-treating. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. We can put happy in, in every every situation. I think that there's contentment that we can learn in every situation. That's why God likes to shine his light on so we can be at peace When God wants to give us prosperity, that doesn't necessarily mean make us rich, but it means to give us that contentment, to give us that I'm okay, I'm going to make it, to give us that hope, to give us that future. That's what God wants to do. And he follows us around everywhere we go. He's just waiting for us to turn to him and say, hey, would you shine your light on this for me? would you show me what's going on? What do you think about my situation? He's never going to force himself on anybody. He's just always there. He's always around. And he's always just waiting for us to turn around and say, hey, God, what's going on? Welcome into my life. Follow me around a little bit. My house seems scary right now. Would you shine your light on it? Would you come with me through my situation and help me get through this? Because that's what he does you know where the spirit of god is there is peace there's also the bible says there's also fullness of joy fullness of happy wherever god is so god is always there but he's always waiting for us to turn to him and ask him to come because god will never ever force himself on us and when you force love on somebody that's considered abuse and God is, he's a gentleman. He's not going to force himself on anybody. He waits for us to come to him. I have a bunch of uh, clients at Happy You Coaching, and, you know, coaching works the best when they contact me, not when I'm constantly always calling them up, always going after them, going, have you done this? Have you done that? It works better when they come looking, saying, I need some help. And the same is true with God, is God is always there, but it works the best when we turn to him and say, God, I need help. God, I invite you into my world. I invite you into my fear. I invite you into my situation. And you know what? He loves to follow us around everywhere. In fact, Proverbs uh, 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. But in the message translation, it works like this. It says, don't try to figure out everything on your own. Let God shine his light on it. let God is spirit so he can be anywhere anytime he can he can come in and follow us around and help us anytime that we ask. He's just waiting for us to ask. But the next verse in the message translation says this listen for God's voice in everything you do everywhere you go. So to haunt means, to have a spirit visit you but it also means to follow around somebody wherever they go everywhere they go And I think God is always there. That's what omnipresent means. It means always present. He's always present in our circumstance, but sometimes we just have the light turned off. Sometimes we've allowed the noise into our life and the strobe light that just blinking and the black light that's going, but it's not the real light. You turn the real light on, the black light has no effect anymore. The strobe light really doesn't have much effect anymore. When the lights are on, that only works when the lights are off. And when we look for God and invite him into our scary situation, we invite him into our homes when life is scary. We invite him into our lives when it's, when it's horrifying to us. Not only will his spirit guide us through that and lead us into all truth, in his presence is fullness of joy. Uh, he is the light. He is the peace. He is here to help us through our scary situation by waiting for us to look for him in everything we do, everywhere we go. And not just the scary things either, but the fun ones as well. God wants to be a part of our house. He wants to be a part of our home. He wants to be a part of our life. And if we allow him to do that, our lives don't seem as haunted. They don't seem as scary. When we allow the Holy Spirit in, the other spirits seem to dissipate. They don't seem to have the hold and the sway. They don't seem to have the fear honest that they would normally have when we shine the light on when we ask God what he thinks about our situation. So if life for you is scary right now, if it feels haunted right now, ask God what he thinks about it. God, what do you think about my situation? I am really afraid. Invite him into your home and when he comes, he'll bring the joy, the contentment, the peace, the happy with him because that's what he does. So happy Halloween, everyone! I hope that helped. D